Yes, this is the Bible Quizzer Podcast. Thank you so kindly for joining us. My name is Cullen, and I am going to do a review today of the Colorado Invitational 2024. We're just coming off of a great tournament fielding nine teams. Congratulations to the Falls Lightning, or Falls 1, from Wisconsin for winning the tournament. And then I'll talk a little bit about some of the events of the tournament uh, outside of the normal tournament quizzing. And then jump into the rankings that have since been revealed um, after the tournament. So here we go. Quick rundown of the teams finishing 9th to 1st. 9th, Abilene, Kansas. 8th, Woodside 2 from Colorado. 7th, Falls Thunder. A two-way tie for 5th. We have Faith from California and Fairfax from Virginia. 4th place, we have the Falls Avalanche. 3rd place, Woodside 1. Second place, McQuanago, and first place, Falls Lightning. So quick rundown of the teams. Abilene, Kansas, won't spend as much time talking about them. Three quizzers, um, not as experienced, not um, not near the depth of the material coverage there. Didn't make it past the first few rounds. Then eighth place, Woodside, a younger team, uh, not quite as experienced or seasoned as their uh, Woodside 1 team. Uh, they made it, I think, a few rounds past then, but were the eighth place team. Seventh place, Falls Thunder. This is probably the team that I expected to finish uh, higher that did not. They were led by Sophia Schultz. Sophia was a great quizzer. I was very impressed with the way she performed in the hybrid tournament earlier in uh, the day on Friday, and she just continued that Friday night and Saturday. So I think uh, that team could have performed a little bit better, but uh, great job there by Falls Thunder. I think that would qualify as your Falls 2 team by age of the quizzers. That's just my guess from the Falls Ministry, naming all their teams after natural disasters. But uh, Sophia Schultz, great job, was very impressed with her performance. I would expect them to do very well in the future. I think Falls is just absolutely loaded from top to bottom of that ministry. The two-way tie for fifth place, here's where I'll park. I'll spend a little more time talking about these teams. Faith California, wow. This team came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting a whole lot just because it had been a few years since I saw them. I believe it was 2016, the last time they were at this tournament. They look completely different. That ministry is led by Miss Allison Kastner. Uh, far and away, the quizzer who surprised everyone the most was Grace Christian. She was the second overall quizzer for the tournament, only 10 points behind the top quizzer. And she was phenomenal. It's my understanding she has the whole book of Matthew memorized. She has a background in the Bible B and performed very well at that a few years ago. She's only in the seventh grade to my knowledge and she was a phenomenal quizzer. And it's not like she carried that team. That team had a few quizzers behind her that were contributing factors. All of them were answering questions pretty consistently. She was their best quizzer, um, obviously by individual stats. This team finished second in the seeding after round robin. So the way it was set up, I think you had eight rounds of round robin quizzing every team twice. And after all that was said and done, after they were just kind of saturated with quizzes, if the tournament would have ended then, Faith would have finished the day second place. I think what happened to this team as the quiz day went on, they just were starting to get worn out, and it was kind of apparent they hadn't been as experienced quizzing at the high level against the high level of competition throughout the day. And I feel like they just, without a better way to put it, they ran out of gas. But this team I thought was better than fifth place. 
I would have picked them, you know, after the round robin, I would have picked them to finish in the top three, honestly. But this team, wow, did they come out of nowhere. Totally surprised a lot of people that hadn't seen them. Grace Christian, a fantastic quizzer. They have a bright future. I'm eager to see if they'll come to any more tournaments the rest of this season. I feel like that's going to be one of the preseason favorites entering next season over Hebrews 1st and 2nd Peter. That second team to place 5th, so the two-way tie there for 5th, was Fairfax, Virginia. This team I thought would uh, finish a little higher. They didn't get off to the best start in the round-robin quizzes, but they were a team that had uh, had good coverage of the material for quizzers that would consistently answer questions. Statistically, they were led by Aislinn and Isaiah, they finished the tournament 8th and 10th overall individually, so not a lot of separation there. She had 460, and Isaiah had 20. So not like uh, there was one quizzer who was totally carrying that team. That's one where um, this year of Matthew probably hurts them the most because they don't have a quizzer who's as individually dominant. They're more of a team effort across the board, like I said, which sounds like it would be a good thing. And I find that to be more helpful on years with less material. I think years like Matthew, Axe, and John, you want to have a quizzer who has it all and can almost pick their questions. Fairfax didn't have that. Uh, There were a few quizzes. I mentioned the Falls Thunder team earlier. The quiz happened in the fireplace room. Falls Thunder um, was outjumped by Fairfax on a tiebreaker question. Fairfax got that question to escape with a middle. I think fifth place appropriate to where they performed. I thought going into the tournament they would finish a little higher. I think they will be at the Blue Ridge tournament, which I'll talk about a little later. And I'm eager to see what they do there. I think this team, should they retain all their quizzers, I think one may be a senior. They're going to be very good going into Hebrews 1st and 2nd Peter. Next up, we have Falls Avalanche coming in fourth place. This is a team, I mentioned this earlier, I think Based on the age and experience of the quizzers, this would probably be the equivalent of a Falls 3. This team was made up of elementary age quizzers. Statistically, they were led by Lydia Van Gelderen. I'm not sure of her age, but she's young. And let me tell you, this Lydia is going to be fantastic. I would not be surprised at all if years down the road we're talking about Lydia and how she compares to Hannah Lynn in the long run. For such a young quizzer, she is great at analyzing and answering questions. She doesn't give a lot of uh, poor, not well-thought-out answers. I was very impressed with her quizzing. I don't know that they were the fourth-best team there. I think they were helped by the fact that Falls Lightning was still in the tournament and could kind of be used to gang up on a third team. So I don't know that Falls Avalanche would be the fourth-best team in my mind, just off the eye test, but they did finish fourth. So great job there. Again, uh, led by Lydia and a few other quizzers, particularly Paul Van Geldren, were also answering questions. I think Paul was just a couple spots out of the top 10. Very, very young. I don't think anybody predicted them to go this high. And honestly, if they would have gone any higher, I think everybody would have been shocked just because their age. But this is the team, if your falls, you're looking at with the biggest smile on your face for the future because... A world where your ministry is led by Lydia Van Geldren and Paul Van Geldren is probably one where you're continuing to win major tournaments. So I I expect that uh, group of quizzers to continue improving. Very exciting times if you're a Falls Baptist fan. All right, moving into the top three. Third place, hats off to Woodside number one. David Douglas mentioned this after the tournament. This is the best Woodside team that I have seen since the 2013-2014 season over Corinthians. 
That team was led by David and Rebecca Borkert, and they actually won AACS that year. This is by far the best Woodside team since that year where they won AACS. For the last several years, they have just struggled to have a very dominant quizzer. I know there were a few years where they were led by Danny Cheney, who was a good quizzer, but didn't have a whole lot of support statistically there. And this Woodside team, I don't know that anyone was really expecting them to get into the top three, and they just continued to pull through. If you look at the results through the day, they would be classified mostly by middles, and as long as you're not getting lows, that's fine. They weren't going to be the team that was going to rack up the score and just blow a lot of other teams out of the water. As far as the team makeup, Matthew Scott, he answered several questions, but statistically, and this carries out, I would say they were led by Caleb and Gianna Camilleri, which, fun story, they actually tied for fifth place overall individually. Caleb is more of your partial question mind. He's going to get up give answers where they don't ask the full reference, kind of think through and pull down what the question is asking for. Gianna is definitely more of a specialist on your verbatim question types, such as quotes, finishes. They don't have give reference questions at this tournament, but that type mindset. She was a quoting machine, to my knowledge. I think both of them probably have all the material covered. That's a team that if they go to AACS this year, are probably going to be a top two or top three team. Maybe even be the favorite to win it. That might be a hot take, but I wouldn't be surprised looking back if mid-April we're making a podcast talking about Woodside winning AACS. So hopefully uh, they will go to AACS, uh, can place pretty high. I totally think they have the capacity to do it. Caleb and Gianna especially, really, really good job. Can't say enough about how, how impressed I was with that Woodside one team. If they are not seniors, and to my knowledge they are not, Caleb and Gianna and the supporting crew, I totally think they will be among the top teams in the country next year over Hebrews 1st and 2nd Peter. So great job there by Woodside 1. I was not expecting that. Like I said, that's the best team that I've seen from Woodside since that 2013-2014 season over Corinthians where they won AACS. Moving on up to 2nd place, Quantico, Wisconsin. So ironically, the final two teams this year were the same two teams in the championship of CI last year. A little bit different makeup. So McQuanago last year was led by Lydia Roberts, who is probably the second best quizzer in the country. Then the rest of the team kind of got their questions behind Lydia. This year was totally different. This team, I guess you would say they were led by Elizabeth Roberts because she was the seventh overall quizzer. But every person on that team answered questions. In the quizzes that I saw, Daniel was answering questions. Johanna was answering questions. Elizabeth, of course, was answering questions. And I just felt like every single quiz, any of their quizzers could get one to two. I didn't really see a quiz except for a few moments from Elizabeth getting onto a a two or three, sometimes four question streak momentum. I didn't see a quiz where I felt like any of their individual quizzers were game changers and dominant and able to control the momentum of a quiz. This team was, in a way, much like that Fairfax team. All of them were going to answer questions, but they were disadvantaged by not having a quizzer that was going to be absolutely dominant. This team, like I alluded to earlier with Fairfax, I think is going to be better over shorter materials. I feel like they probably overperformed. They were seated lower in the round robin than second, and they got a low early in the day, and they were able to survive, had a few high winds, had a few middles, 
and they were just able to keep going and going and going. Once we got down to the final three teams, Falls didn't have a low, Woodside didn't have a low, McQuanago had one. McQuanago was able to pull off to a good lead early on, and then the quiz kind of went back and forth there, but then they were able to give Woodside a low, and then immediately the same quiz over again, Woodside receives their second low, so they're out of the tournament. Once it was McQuanago against Falls, I think everyone in the room was predicting Falls to win. Falls led by two really dominant quizzers, and I think McQuanago just didn't have that quizzer who was, like I said, going to totally control the momentum of the quiz. Is it possible? Yes, absolutely. However, the margin for error is a lot smaller for the current makeup of McQuanago than it is for Falls right now. So McQuanago... I don't know that they were the second best team. I would probably say, just going off the eye test, they weren't quite as strong as, let's say, Faith California, who finished fifth. But it's not the eye test that ultimately gets you far wins. It's actual performance. So overall, great job for McQuanago finishing second on the day. And then let's jump in and talk about Falls Lightning. Okay, so Falls Lightning made up of three quizzers, Handel and Van Geldren, Stephen Van Geldren Jr. and Charity Schultz. Here's where this gets really interesting. As I mentioned already multiple times with the top quizzer thing and having a game changer that's able to control the momentum, let's talk about how this team's made up and how they win and how they win a lot. Hannah Lynn was the number one overall quizzer of the day. Steven was the third overall quizzer of the day. So that right there tells me, okay, they're led by two dominant quizzers, hard to beat them. Team gets seven and a half questions, usually seven with a point total of 140. That's going to get you a middle in most situations. There are exceptions, but they're rare. So just on those two alone, whether the tournament be a five and four tournament or a six and six tournament, CI is six and six. Let's say Hannah Lynn gets her six questions and Steven gets one. You're essentially guaranteed a middle and therefore you would advance. When the quizzes are this dominant, that makes them extremely hard to beat. You could theoretically take this Falls team with just those two quizzers and middle your way through pretty much to the end of the tournament. Pretty crazy to think about there. You have the two quizzers that are dominant. And then you have Charity, and I believe Charity's somewhere in the 15th to 20th place overall in the tournament, so let's say offhand she's the 15th best quizzer at this tournament. That team is extremely hard to beat, and here's why. As I've already mentioned, you have a small margin of error if you're a team that has kind of the balance, uh, more depth, but not a game-changing quizzer such as Fairfax, Virginia, or McQuanago, Wisconsin. With Falls, Hannah Lynn is not overly error-prone. Steven Jr. is a little more error-prone, but he usually, so far, has done a great job adjusting when needed to, to cut down on those. Obviously, in the two-team quiz there at the end, he did his job. That's all they need to do. For a two-team quiz, it's a little different. You need ten and a half questions to win. McQuanago got into error trouble pretty early on and kind of made it really, really hard for Falls to lose that just based on how the quiz started. But Steven Jr. did everything he needed to win. Talk about Charity a second. I mentioned she was the 15th best quizzer. Not only was she the 15th best quizzer, Charity very rarely gets off the pads with a high probability of erroring. So that tells me if Charity gets up, she's probably going to get it right, which just raises their conversion rate and makes it harder to beat them. 
So if your margin for error is large there, you're essentially needing to count on Hannah Lynn and Steven Jr. having a bad quiz to be able to beat this team. So far, that hasn't been the issue. If Hannah Lynn kind of runs into air trouble, Steven's able to bail them out along with Charity. But that really wasn't the case. I didn't see a quiz all day where Hannah Lynn and Steven both really got into air trouble. And if they did, obviously they were able to pull it out and not get a low. More overwhelmingly, more highs than middles. No lows throughout the tournament. That's an accomplishment in of itself. So they didn't get into a point where they were ever quizzing against their, with their backs against the wall trying to stay in the tournament. Extremely impressive. And I want to add something else. This is the seventh major tournament that Falls has won of the last ten. We've not seen that level of dominance in the quiz community since the mid-2000s with the Pleasant View Kentucky team, which is considered by many to be the greatest dynasty of all time. That was before my time. I think over a five-year period, that team won 12 majors, if I'm not mistaken. But right now, Falls has won seven of the last ten, and Hanolin is still a junior Steven is a sophomore. So theoretically, you've got a year left of Hannah Lynn, two more years of Steven Jr. So no red lights in the near future for balls to slow down. So just a great job there. Pastor Steven Van Gelderen with the rest of the coaches there all across the board. That's right now the best and most dominant Bible quiz ministry in the country. So major congratulations to them. Interesting to see if they can keep that streak up. They still have Squanet to get through. They're not AACS members, so they won't be at AACS. I think in order for them to not be the number one team at the end of this year, they will have to lose, and something will have to happen where they're probably probably out of the top two at Squanet. It would take a strong, convincing win for another team to be voted above Falls at the end of the year. So let's go ahead and I want to touch on one item that I found super exciting. I already knew this uh, before going into the tournament and was extremely excited to see it displayed at the tournament. Micah Folkers was able to get up at the lunchtime and present a video on the CQA, which stands for the Cameroon Quizzing Association. You heard that right, Cameroon, West Africa. Uh, a tournament happened in the country of Cameroon, I believe featuring 14 teams. It was more of a spectacular style looking tournament. I find that very exciting that across the globe we have 14 teams that participated in a Bible quiz tournament and that looks like something that's off the ground and running and apparently more plans in the future for more tournaments or quiz leagues there. So that's very exciting. There's more information on Facebook, the Facebook group BQSN. They also have their own Facebook page and there should be some of that added to the website in the coming weeks and months. Hopefully that website's going to get a facelift and some good new content added in the coming months. Great job by Micah and all that are in uh, Cameroon right now. If you're listening, extremely happy to have you as part of the Bible Quiz community. Uh, keep it up with more and more quiz tournaments. Let's talk about the rankings. So the rankings came back right now. The top five, fifth place, Faith California. Fourth place, Woodside, Colorado. We had a two-way tie for second. Church of Greenville in South Carolina, and then McQuanago, Wisconsin. And then first place, taking all of the first place votes, Falls, Wisconsin. All right, not going to talk about Falls too much. Talked about them plenty already. They're the number one team. They swept all the first place votes. Okay, uh, second place. Church of Greenville was not at this tournament. That's the biggest uh, notable team that wasn't there, along with maybe a Ridgeview, Tennessee. But Church of Greenville, 
was really strong at the Falls Baptist Invitational. They finished third, but I was told by someone at the tournament they essentially finished second at that tournament because they got into the top three against two Falls teams. So we'll say they finished third place with an asterisk there. Sam and Abby make Church of Greenville great, and that's probably your second best pair of quizzers on a team behind Hannah Lynn and Steven. I have not seen them quiz over a full-text tournament yet, so I can't give too much information there. I do know they finished third at that tournament, probably should have finished second, and had a chance against uh, that Falls Lightning team one-on-one. I believe they will be at Blue Ridge, should be at Squanet, we'll see. I don't know if Falls will be at Blue Ridge. If they did come, that'd be really interesting. You'd have a build-up to maybe have a showdown there. McQuanago... Obviously, tying Church of Greenville for second in our rankings. I talked about them already. This one, I think, again, I don't know if I would personally put them as the second best team in the country, just based off eye test, but they did finish second at CI. We can't really talk too much about Church of Greenville at CI. That'd just be speculation. Uh, I know they did come last year to the Blue Ridge Tournament, and they did win. They should also be at Squanet. They are AACS members and reigning AACS champions, so I imagine they'll be there to defend their title. It will be interesting to see, especially how Blue Ridge and Squanet play out, because you've got a situation here where three teams that are currently ranked in the top five are not AACS members. The only two that are are McQuanago and Woodside, Colorado. Squanet's going to be very important if you care about the BibleQuizzer.net rankings because that's going to be probably the best field of the year if you can get all five of these teams there. I'm not sure if Faith California will be there yet. If they were, that would be really exciting. Would love to see that team quiz at Squanet. That's that's kind of leading into our next topic. So this year, Athens, the New Year's Classic, did not happen. And typically, there are four major tournaments. So you have Athens, New Year's Classic, that's every January Colorado in February, and then you have Squanet and AACS in April. AACS has a bit of asterisk there because you've got schools that are not part of AACS that can't compete, like Falls. Clearly, Falls is the best team in the country last year, for example, but they can't go to AACS, therefore they can't win AACS. Most of the Bible quiz community is going to understand that and still vote them as number one overall, even though they can't quiz at AACS. Case in point, last year. This year, Athens didn't happen, so we're looking at essentially three majors left, but we have two tournaments kind of in between all this on the calendar with the Falls Baptist Invitational in January and the Blue Ridge Tournament the first weekend of March. I don't know how the voters will look at those two tournaments. Traditionally, they're not thought of as majors. Maybe that's something that will need to be rethought when evaluating how much do you weigh the results at those tournaments as compared to the traditional four tournaments that are held in everyone's mind as quote-unquote major tournaments. So that's something uh, that would be a good topic of discussion for the voters, I suppose, especially in the coming years if that continues to be a trend where you you know one of the big majors doesn't happen. How do we weigh in those other full-text tournaments after uh, the beginning of the new year? Just in summary, we've kind of given a review of CI 2024. Again, congratulations to Falls and other all the other teams that attended. Awesome to see so many young people memorizing the Gospel of Matthew. Also, just a shout out to the CQA, Micah Folkers, and all that's going on there in Cameroon, West Africa. And then a quick, quick dive into the rankings that came out. Excited about the rest of the year. Like I said, the first weekend of March, planning on having Blue Ridge at Ambassador in North Carolina. 
and then Squanit and AACS in April. Uh, we'll see what happens with the results. Could do a shakeup in the rankings. We still got two tournaments left that are considered majors. One that's kind of iffy and <laughs> may be considered a major with Blue Ridge. And then we jump right into a new year. I'll update the website in the coming weeks and months with the dates for spectacular tournaments. And then later on, events taking place for the 24 to 25 season over Hebrews 1st and 2nd Peter. Excited to be uh, near the last leg of a great season over Matthew and excited to be close to starting another season over Hebrews 1st and 2nd Peter. This has been the Bible Quizzer Podcast. See ya!